What up, what up, what up, what up? It's your host, the one and only, Maya, back with a new episode for you on the Just Mean God podcast, where we're here to talk about our walk with God, the good, the tough, the ugly, the real. Make sure that you're following us on Instagram and YouTube at underscore, underscore, just me and God. That is at underscore, underscore, just me and God. Go ahead and copy the link on whatever platform you're hearing this episode from and send it to one to two people that you feel need to be encouraged. And of course, if you have not yet, leave us a rating, leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that like button for us. All of this helps to push the podcast out to more listeners and more viewers. And of course, God bless you to those who already have. Now, let's get into today's episode, shall we? Hey everyone, welcome back. It's just me today. I think at least one episode of each month I'm going to record by myself. Um, I'm still kind of figuring out the way that I want to do this season, might introduce a series. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the Lord leads. Um, but it's just me today. So let's dive into the episode. Okay. Um, so today's episode is titled GPS God Positioning System. Um, and if you were listening to one of my previous episodes, I kind of threw that out there a little bit too, because I think it's important to realize that God can always reroute you. Matter of fact, he will reroute you to get you back on the path that he's trying to get you to so that you are headed to the place that, you know, he wants to get you to. And so that's going to be what we're going to talk about in this episode. Um, So let's dive into it, right? What is a GPS, right? I know a lot of us, do a lot of us know what a GPS is? Because for me, growing up, GPS was a thing, right? Now, a lot of people just use their phones to get to and from. And before the GPS times, you had to print out this good old thing called MapQuest. And we had to print out our directions. And (laughs) those were the days where you had to read a piece of paper, make sure you did not miss your exit. Because if you did, how will you get into your location? We don't know. So you had to be on it. Typically, somebody would be driving and somebody would be reading off the paper. Um, But that was back in the day, right? Back in the MapQuest days. Then there was the GPS, and then now we've got our good old technology phones that have Apple Maps, Google Maps, whatever it is that you use. I hope that you you are Apple users because we are Apple-stolic, as Dr. Val would say. (laughs) But um, so GPS, what is a GPS? So a GPS is defined as a global positioning system, and it is a network of satellites and receiving devices used to determine the location of something on Earth. And so I know I said the title of this episode is GPS, God Positioning System. And I think that's important because if you think about what a GPS is, right, you use a GPS to get to your location. And when you miss your way, it reroutes you automatically back, right? It reroutes you so that you can get to the destination. It might just be a different way, but you'll get to your destination. And so I want us to think about that in the sense of who God is and how God is, right? You know, when he formed us in our wombs, he knew us. He already had a plan and a purpose set for us, right? Plans of good and not of evil, plans of hope and a future. I believe that's Jeremiah 29, 11. But I think it's important to realize that he gives us free will, right? And because we have free will, we can take whatever direction, whatever path that we want to take. And I know I've shared my testimony. I definitely took the wrong path (laughs) and I kept going. Wrong path, kept going, wrong path, wrong path, wrong path. And then God literally just rerouted me, right? 
Um, and so I think it's important to note that God is there and he will reroute you. Even if you miss the way, he's going to get you back on track as long as it's in your will, right? Because we have free will. And so, you know, he's not going to force himself on us. He's not going to force us on the path that he has for us, but he's always there and ready to redirect us. Just like a GPS, you can be rerouted and actually follow the way that the GPS is directing you to, or you could just keep missing the route and keep going on about your day and figure it out on your own, right? Um, or you can pay attention to what the GPS is rerouting you to and get to your destination. So it's all about free will, right? You have the decision to make, are you going to follow the path that's going to get you there without any detours? Or are you going to divert off the path and have to be rerouted? Um, and so when we think about God, I want us to think about the fact that, yes, some of us miss our way. A lot of people miss their way, right? Everybody has a testimony to share, but a lot of people miss their way and somehow find their way back to God. And that's what I call the rerouting. That's when God reroutes you back to him. Right. And so today's anchor scripture, we're going to be reading Joshua chapter two. Um, it's the story of Rahab. And once I finish reading through that chapter, I'm going to talk about why I'm using Rahab to further discuss God position system. Right. So <clears throat> we are reading the ESV version <clears throat> and it says. And Joshua, the son of Nun sent two men secretly from Shittim as spies, saying, Go view the land, especially Jericho. And they went and came into the house of a prostitute whose name was Rahab, and lodged there. And it was told to the king of Jericho, Behold, men of Israel have come here tonight to search out the land. <clears throat> then the king of Jericho sent to Rahab, saying, Bring out the men who have come to you who entered your house, for they have come to search out all the land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. And she said, true, the men came to me, but I don't know where they were from. And when the gate was about to be closed at dark, the men went out. I do not know where the men went. Pursue them quickly for you will overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof and hid them with the stacks of flax that she had laid in order on the roof. So the men pursued after them on the way to the Jordan as far as the fords and the gate was shut as soon as the pursuers had gone out. Before the men lay down, she came up to up to them on the roof and said to them and said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that the fear of you has fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land melt away before you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan to Sihon and Oji, whom you devoted to destruction. And as soon as we heard it, our hearts melted and there was no spirit left in any man because of you for the Lord, your God, he is God in the heavens above and on the earth beneath. Now then please swear to me by the Lord that as I have dealt kindly with you, you also will deal kindly with my father's house and give me a sure sign that you will save alive my father and mother, my brothers and sisters and all who belong to them and deliver our lives from death. And the men said to her, our life for yours, even to death, if you do not tell this business of ours, then when the Lord gives us a land, we will deal kindly and faithfully with you. <clears throat> then she let them down by a rope to the window for her house was built in the city wall so that she lived in the wall. And she said to them, go into the hills or, or the pursuers will encounter you and hide there three days until the pursuers have returned. Then afterwards, you may go your way. 
The men said to her, we will be guiltless with respect to this oath of yours that you have made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, you shall tie the scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. And you shall gather into your house your father and mother, your brothers, and all of your father's household. Then if anyone goes out of the doors of your house into the streets, his blood shall be on his own head, and we shall be guiltless. But if a hand is laid on anyone who is with you in this house, his blood shall be on our head. But if you tell this business of ours, then we shall be guiltless with respect to your oath that you had made us swear. And she said, according to your word, so be it. Then she sent them away, and they departed, and she tied the scarlet cord into the window. In the window, they departed and went to the hills and remained there three days until the pursuers returned, and the pursuers searched all along the way and found nothing. Then the two men returned, they came down from the hills and passed over and came to Joshua, the son of Nun. And they told him all that had happened to them. And they said to Joshua, truly, the Lord has given all the land into our hands and also all the inhabitants of the land melt away because of us. I know that was a lot, but. I really want to just, I really wanted to talk about this scripture because I really believe that it's important to highlight Rahab's position in all of this, right? Rahab was a prostitute. She was a known prostitute. So what does that mean? That means that when Rahab was born, like I said, God knows all, he knew all of us, right? Before we were forming our mother's womb. God already had a plan for Rahab's life, right? He had a plan set for her. And in, and instead of her, I, I don't know what the path that he would have set for her life would have been like, right? If she would have stayed on his path, but she detoured and she ended up as a prostitute, as we read. Um, and so she ended up as a prostitute, but somehow she was still used, right? Somehow God rerouted her to be in a position to help the spies, right? And so I... I really wanted to talk about this because a lot of times people feel like they can't be used by God after they've already missed the way. But what you fail to realize is that if you're willing, God will reroute you back and use you for what he destined to use you for. Right. And so I think that in this case, it's really important because Rahab was a prostitute, but she was used to deliver the spies. Right. She was used to help them escape because if not for her, they would not have made it out of Jericho and to be able to share the report of what they discovered with Joshua, right? And so God had to use her in this case because he needed to deliver his children. He needed to give them the land that he had for them, but the spies had to be saved in order to do that. Rahab was in the perfect position to do that, right? The home that she lived in was on the border of the wall. Sorry, it was on the wall, right? Many times, you know, people will see others who have missed their way and instantly judge them and be like, oh, God can't use them. But the whole time God is rerouting them and putting them in positions to where they can be used. And who are we to stop God from using somebody that is not within the box of what we call traditional, right, or normal, you know? Um, and the thing is, everybody's experience is for a reason. And so, yes, you might, you might detour off, but at the end of the day, if you are willing to come back to God, he will certainly reroute you back just like a GPS. He will reroute you back so that you are on destination eternity, destination eternity, right? And so even if you miss your way, he can bring you right back because he's, he's a merciful God. 
And um, he's a God that's full of grace. He shows us grace. Um, I know he's personally showed me a lot of grace. God has shown me a lot. And I mean a lot of grace. Um, because the things that I did, the way that I was living in the past, I just, like I said, I've said this in the past episodes, I didn't even see a future for myself. I was just taking life day, day by day. I was just living day by day. I didn't even see a future for myself, right? But I had missed the way so many times. I was way off the path that God had for me. But then I got into a situation where I just, I knew that I needed God. And the minute that I called out to him, he began to reroute me back to the path that he had for me, back to destination eternity, right? And so I really just wanted to share that on this episode because I really wanted to encourage you all to understand that nobody is perfect. I'm going to take a slight little break here. Um, you already know what I'm going to ask you to do. Go ahead and make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast. We are streaming on Apple, Google, and Spotify. All you have to do is search Just Me and God. The podcast can also be found on YouTube, and you can also go ahead and follow us on Instagram. All you have to do is search underscore underscore Just Me and God. That is at underscore, underscore, just me and God. Go ahead and leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button for us. All of this helps to push the podcast out to more listeners and more viewers. God bless you to those who already have. Now let's get back to the episode, shall we? Nobody is perfect. Some people miss it completely. Some people don't ever miss it. Quote, unquote. I don't know because nobody's perfect, right? So (laughs) some people might detour but they're still set on destination eternity. And so God is going to reroute them. But those that miss it completely, as long as you call on God, he will reroute you because he's our GPS. He's our God positioning system. And he's there to lead us and he's there to guide us along the way. Um, Psalm chapter 32 verses eight says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. God loves us. He truly loves us. And because he loves us, he is willing to reroute us back to the path that he had for us if we missed our way. And I certainly believe that he loved Rahab. Even though she was a prostitute, he loved Rahab because he gave her favor. And he gave her, I want to say wisdom, but I don't know if that's the right word to use to describe her her knowledge he gave her he gave her knowledge and understanding because she knew who god was right she knew that god saved the children out of the red sea right and so she was knowledgeable in the things that god can do and because she was knowledgeable in the things that god can do i believe that she also had the understanding that was required for her to know that she needed to help the children of Israel, the, the spies that were there, right? She knew she had the understanding and the knowledge that she needed that she needed in order to help the spies that had come to Jericho to spy out the land. And even further, she knew that she needed to secure her entire family. It wasn't just about her. It was about her entire family being secured, right? She was willing to help the children of God. She wanted to help the children of God. Some will call it treason to go against your own people, right? She went against her own people. 
to help the children of God. And with that, she gained favor and protection for when they were going to come and take over the land, right? Um, so Rahab, yeah, you know, from the outside looking in, she's just a prostitute. How can God use her? And, you know, I'm sure that she wasn't treated the best by her own people, right? And so, you know, it just kind of goes to show when people lose it and this their way, don't be quick to judge them. Don't be quick to shut them down. Don't be quick to shut them out because you never know how God is going to use them. You never know how he's going to reroute them back on the path that he has set for them. The best thing you can do is pray for somebody. That's what I love to say. Lift them up in prayer. If you know someone who has really missed the way, the best way to help them, if they're not willing to listen to your words or listen to what God has to say to them, is to pray for them. Just lift them up in prayer, and eventually they will be convicted enough to where they call on God and he reroutes them. But one thing about it is God is always going to lead us, and he's always going to guide us, right? as we read, and he's always going to instruct us and he's always going to teach us. When you're heading to a destination like eternity, it's a long journey. It's a very long journey and it's not always a straight journey. There are twists and turns and there's bumps and in, in, um, in, in boulders in the, in the way, but there's, but it's still a path. It's still the path that you follow to get to eternity. Um, and we can't just get there on our own. I've tried to be a Christian on my own. What does it mean to try to be a Christian on your own? That's when you see those that are like, yes, I'm a Christian. Well, do you go to church? No. Okay. Well, do you read the Bible? I haven't read the Bible in a little while. Okay. Do you pray? Um, like once every now and then when I really need something, that's what I call a Christian. That tries, to, that, that, that tries to do things on their own. And it's impossible to get to eternity without God. It is impossible to get to eternity without Jesus as your Lord and Savior, right? Um, but the thing is, we have to recognize that God is there to help us. He's there to guide us. He's there to lead us so that we can get to eternity. We must read his word. I say it all the time. You have to read the word because it's, it's the blueprint. It instructs you. It guides you. It tells you exactly what you are expected to do as a child of God so that you can make it to eternity. And God speaks to us a lot of times through the word, through his word, right? And so if you're not reading the word, if you're not praying, if you're not even in a church, then there's, there's something to be concerned about. Because you really need all of these things in order for you to, A, be held accountable, in order for you to really stay focused on the path to eternity. And so we have to realize that getting to heaven cannot be achieved without God by our side. It cannot be achieved without God by your side. It cannot be achieved without him positioning you and guiding you and leading you and instructing you along the way, right? If God says, don't go here, don't go there. You might get stuck in traffic. You might get stuck in traffic. You might, you don't want to get into an accident. God said, don't go there, but you went there anyways. 
now you now you've detoured and you got to be rerouted back right so you know that's basically all i really wanted to talk about today this is probably going to be a really short episode um but I really just wanted us to understand that God is there to help us and guide us and lead us along the way. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you've done. God is our positioning system. He is our GPS. He is our personal GPS. And you never know how he's going to reroute you. And you never know how he's going to use you. But he's always ready to use anybody. He used Rahab. She was a prostitute. He used her. He repositioned her to a place where she could be used to glorify the kingdom of God. That's just how God works, right? That's just how he works. And he loves us so much that it honestly pains him to see us missing the way. Some of us miss the way. And instead of, instead of calling on him a reroute, we just continue to miss it. And it's just one thing after another, after another, after another. And then we wonder why we got to go through all these turns and binds and the journey back to God is not always the smoothest. Well, you missed your way a couple times. You know what I'm saying? It's going to take a little bit for you to get back to where you need to go. It's going to take a little bit for you to get back where you need to go, right? Um, it's like if God is trying to take you on a journey and and the journey requires you to go through a tunnel, through a mountain, but you miss your way. And now you got to go around the mountain and you got all these sharp turns and. But you're getting back on the path. But you got to take the sharp turns because you, you missed your turn. You missed your turn. It wasn't God that caused you to miss your turn. You missed your turn because we have free will. Right. But you were still trying to get to that destination. So he's going to reroute you back. But you can't be upset if you don't like the way that he routes you back. You just got to be willing to go through the journey because it's always going to be worth it at the end of the day. Right. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to keep going into my testimony. I've shared that in the past season, season one. So go back to season one and check it out if you haven't yet. But I definitely believe that God rerouted me for sure. You know, I missed my way so many times. So, of course, my journey with God was not the easiest because I had so many things I had to overcome. There were so many things I had to put to the side. There were so many things that I had to turn away from. And there's so much temptation constantly being thrown in my direction. So it's not an easy journey, but it is a journey that is rewarding. And I would rather take God's God's diver. I would rather follow the path that God has than to miss my turn and to just keep missing it. Like I said, nobody's perfect. So you might miss your turn, but don't dwell on that. Don't beat yourself up because, oh my gosh, I have missed my turn now. Oh my gosh, is God still going to love me? Right? Can I get back on the path that God has for me because I've missed my turn? You absolutely can. Don't allow the enemy to cause you to feel guilt and shame because you've missed your turn. Call on God. Ask for mercy. Repent. Turn of your ways. And, and, and let him reposition you back. Honestly, I feel like 
if you are so focused on God and you are so willing to do whatever it takes that he requires of you, he will always position you where he needs you to be. He will always reposition you. Nobody's perfect. David was not perfect. David literally slept with somebody's wife, one of his top soldiers. He literally slept with his top soldier's wife, got her pregnant, realized that he got her pregnant. He tried to plot a way to have the man come back and sleep with the wife so that it could make it seem like that was their child. And it didn't work. The man was like, no, my men are out here fighting a battle and I'm over here. You want me to be here sleeping with my wife? Like, I'm not, I can't do that. And so David realized, well, that plan's not going to work. Okay, plan B, we're just going to unalive him. And so David got the man unalived. And then he took the man's wife. But David was a man after God's heart. And God still used David for greater things. So you have to understand that, yeah, you can still be on the path to God and miss your way. But your fear for God has to be so great that you're like, okay, God, I know that I messed up here and get right back on the right path and allow him to reposition you back. And sometimes he will need to use other people to get you back on the path that you need to go. Right. David missed it. And I think it was, was it Nathan? I think it was Nathan. Yes. Nathan. God used Nathan to basically rebuke David because, hey, why did you take this man's wife, committed adultery, then you want to, you, then you try to be devious about it. Then that plan fails. So you said, we just going to unalive him. Set him, he set this man up to be unalived so that he could take his wife. And Nathan came and said, yeah, yeah, buddy. Here's a story for you. How do you feel about that? And David is like, oh, that is just wrong. That is just wrong. How can somebody do? And then Nathan's like, well, you, you get that. Right? And so then the repentance began. And so the thing is, God can use whoever to get you back on the path that he needs to get you on. A lot of people are not willing to listen to correction. That's why a lot of people don't like church. Yes, a lot of people experience church hurt. I was one of those people. But a lot of people don't like correction. And so they think that they can just do what they want as Christians. And it's okay. When in reality, they're doing things that are not okay. And the minute that they get corrected about it, it's, mm, y'all are just too much. Y'all are being too religious. But it's not about being religious. It's about what's right and what's wrong. It's about what the Bible says. What does the Bible say you can and cannot do? So that's, that's, that's pretty much all I have for y'all today. I really just wanted to encourage somebody with this um, because I do feel like a lot of people get on that journey with God and then they miss their way and they just don't try to get back. Like, I've, like I said, I've tried this journey with God so many times. I missed my way. And instead of calling on God to get me back, I would just dwell on the fact that, okay, well, I guess I'm not this, I can't be this perfect Christian. I can't be used by God. So I'm just going to keep doing what I want. And God the whole time is like, 
daughter, I can totally still use you. Just let me reposition you back. So I really want y'all to make sure that you are open and willing to be repositioned by God as needed, especially if you miss your way. It is okay. Nobody is perfect. Again, I'm going to keep saying it. Perfect Christians don't exist. You can try to be perfect in your righteousness, but there's not a single perfect human being on this earth. And I keep saying it. Jesus was the last perfect human being. That's why he had to be the perfect sacrifice, the purest sacrifice, so that we could receive salvation. So. That's all I have for y'all today. I really hope that this episode blessed you. And I just pray that, you know, it encourages someone to remain focused on God. Even if you miss your way, make sure that you are repentant, though. For some people, it's quick. It's like, oh, okay, I can't do this. I got to cut all of this out. For some people, it's a gradual cutting away. As long as we are headed to the direction that we need to be, which is destination eternity. With God by our side, we can achieve so much. With God by our side, he can literally use you. doesn't matter who you are. He can literally use you. So I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be encouraged. So that's all I got for y'all today. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, Stay tuned for next week's episode. I'm not sure what guest I'm going to have yet. I kind of want to do a series thing, so I'm just really praying on it. So we'll see where God leads, but a... Listen, I truly love you guys. I really do. Thank you so much for all the support. Um, And yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. Well, we made it to the end of the episode. I hope that you were blessed and I hope that you were able to take something away from the episode today. Um, I hope and I pray that you have a wonderful week. May God go ahead of you into the week. May he surround you with love, joy, peace, and happiness. I pray that he covers you and protects you and shields you. And I pray that you have a wonderful and a prosperous and a blessed week. If you have not yet followed us on Instagram or YouTube, go ahead and do so at underscore underscore just me and God. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, well, what are you waiting for? We are streaming on Apple, Google, and Spotify. All you have to search is just me and God and you will find the podcast. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you have not yet. And copy the link, share it, copy the link on whatever platform you're hearing this episode from. Send it to one to two people that you feel need to be encouraged. Send it to your friends, send it to your family. Somebody is going to be encouraged by this episode. So make sure you get that word out there. Don't just keep it to yourself. Um, And of course, leave us a rating, leave us a review. Let us know what you think about the podcast. If you are watching on YouTube, Hit that like button for us. All of this helps to push the podcast out to more listeners and more viewers. And of course, God bless you to those who already have. Thank you again. I hope that y'all had a wonderful week. I love you and God loves you. Never forget that. Peace.